Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good evening, everyone. Thanks for being a part of the new episode of the Coast to Coast podcast on InsideCarolina.com. You thought I was going to give you something else, didn't you? No. It's just a new episode of the Coast to Coast. And we're glad you're here. I'm Joey Powell, host. We're brought to you by Johnny T-Shirt. All right, thanks for being a part of the show tonight, whether you're watching, listening. I guess if you're listening in the daytime, it doesn't have to be tonight. You can be listening in the morning, whenever. However or wherever or whenever you're consuming the show, we're glad you're here. And we're thankful for everybody who's a part of our little family here on Inside Carolina's Coast to Coast podcast. The two main family members that you really care about, the paterfamiliae. How's that for some Latin plural? Uh, <laughs> Sherelle McMillan and Sean Moran are here with me. Boys, how you feeling? Doing well. Cricket, cricket's awesome. Uh, well. <laughs> Sean, I appreciate you for for answering and stepping up and, and being the man to lead. So with that said, let's get rolling. Uh, bringing you the news of North Carolina basketball and potential commitments, signees, transfer portal goodness. Sean, this past weekend, Elliot Cadeau, more goodness and flashes and all sorts of insanity that is making Inside Carolina subscribers drool and foam at the mouth and get really, really giddy and all sorts of happiness because they've seen what this youngster is able to do on the basketball floor. You saw him. You also just did a write-up of what he did at Geico. Tell me more about what you're learning about Elliot Cadeau's game, what you think he brings, and what you're seeing new since you've been able to watch him more and more. Yeah, well, you know, he went right from Geico to to playing AAU, so it was a pretty, pretty quick turnaround. Um, I'd say for a lot of a lot of players, AAU really kicks off, um, you know, Final Four weekend um, in terms of some of the bigger tournaments. I know it, it does start a little bit earlier, depending on when people lose uh, in the state tournaments. But usually uh, Final Four weekend is a pretty big one for local matchups. And then that that continues really through um, April 21st, where then is the first um, live recruiting period. And now you have your true nationwide Nike Under Armour Adidas tournaments. Um, so going back to Godot playing in Goko, he, he obviously had a fantastic tournament um, leading his team to three straight wins, winning the championship. Uh, I think the averages were just a little under 10 points per game, a little under 10 assists per game, uh, and around four turnovers per game. So still uh, a pretty good assist to turnover ratio, but once again, it was his his passing, his vision uh, that that he showed off in Geico. He has he had a really talented team, so not as much need to score. First game, he only had two points, but he followed that up with 16 points. Um, went five for 10 from the three-point line. Obviously, a very small sample size, but I think that is 
really the main thing to to watch uh going going forward in some of the tournaments i think through all the all the high school and au games that he had played up through this year he was in the low 30s uh from a three-point percentage overall so seeing him go five for ten even in, in a small three game set is is pretty good and i think the videos show when he just when when he has his body under control when he's going straight up and straight down just kind of stopping and popping uh he can i think he could be a fair very efficient three-point shooter it comes when he's fading to the left fading to the right i think that's going to be uh you know what what's drawing his average down but now that he's in aau he's been playing the u17 age group for a few years so he's he's the veteran he's the og of the team uh and, and i would expect to see more more scoring i think this weekend there's some highlights on the internet uh 24 7 did a write-up of the made who made hoops warm-up uh in new jersey so once again a local northeast uh northeast teams but uh you could see him getting to the rim you could see him attacking with that quickness that he has and you could kind of see his patented uh get a defensive rebound and, and pitch the ball up ahead to teammates so uh you know big fan of what he will eventually bring whenever that is to carolina uh but I think for any AAU play, uh, especially when it comes to EYBL, we'll be looking at his three-point shooting and his scoring ability and what he's able to do from that that perspective. Any reason to think that he won't be able to become a uh, a better college defender or that he won't be able to improve his jump shot by the time he matriculates to Chapel Hill, regardless of when that is? I mean, from a defensive perspective, I, I'd say I know that the, the size is – is always going to be an, an issue, whether we're talking college or his NBA prospects. Uh, and you will have teams that will try to target him, whether it's a, a bigger offensive player or getting him into the post. But he moves his feet so quickly uh, that, you know, even going back to the World Cup when he was playing against guys anywhere from three to three to 10 years older than him, uh, he moved his feet really quickly. He was really aggressive in in almost being a pest on the ball uh, so that the guy just wanted to give the ball up. Um, and I think that is something that he's going to bring. So I think defensively there are the size concerns, but I think from an effort perspective, he really puts a lot of effort defensively. You can kind of watch him. He's almost the quarterback on the floor in terms of, uh, you know, when the ball's on the opposite corner, he's in a good help side position. Uh, he knows kind of what, where the other offensive players are going, who's going to get screened, et cetera. He's calling it out. So I kind of like his defensive potential, especially for for putting on-ball pressure. Shooting-wise, I mean, I think that's always going to be a concern for for high school players going up, unless you are just a a pure, pure shooter. Um, But I think there's always going to be an adjustment to that, that size and that length. So if he's able to... I think show an increased percentage this year that will bode well. But once again, no matter what he does this year, uh, teams are most likely going to go under screens, going to force him to prove that he can make it at the college level. And that, that that's definitely going to be something he needs to, to work on. But I think with, when he is shooting under control, I think he, he you know, I think he can shoot a 35% or better uh, in those situations. I will be music to Tar Heel fans ears. Sherelle, I want to ask you before we start talking about something other than high school recruiting, uh, have you heard any updates on any of UNC's prospects potentially taking other visits, uh, regardless of which class they're looking at? 
As far as high school players? Yes, any of UNC's potential targets, anything new developing on that front, or should we just move on to Portal Talk? There's one, but we haven't been able to independently confirm it, so I, okay. I don't want to say it until we actually confirm it. But Fair enough. One, one of their targets we think was on canvas at another place, but we just haven't confirmed it yet. Fair enough. And that's on me, uh, listeners, because I did not prep Sherelle for that question <laughs> adequately, so I will I will wear that. Uh, totally mark that up as, as Joey not being a team player and not getting everybody on the same page before leaving the huddle. Um, Sherelle, I think one of the big things that's, that's gone on over the last two weeks is kind of nothing. Right. Like the big thing that's been going on is is kind of the absence of real activity. We saw Pax and Wojcik commit to North Carolina uh, out of Brown in the transfer portal, but we haven't really seen anything since then. What we have seen is a huge wave since the season has ended of players entering their name in the transfer portal. Some already have an idea of where they're going before they even announce. Uh, some are you know, testing to see whether they have any NBA stock and maybe uh, intending to transfer if that doesn't pan out or maybe they're staying in. Who knows? Cheryl, I want to ask you. If you wouldn't mind for our listeners and viewers, reset where North Carolina is and who inside Carolina can confirm North Carolina is speaking to uh, and is, quote, unquote, recruiting. Um, so, yeah, there are public names and then there are non-public names. Some of the non-public names we know but haven't gotten clearance to share. Some of the non-public names we don't know. As far as the public names, it mainly revolves around a few guys. So, uh, obviously, there's Nick Timberlake. I almost said Justin. I'm so glad I caught myself. But there's Nick Timberlake, uh, who he would took, have to tell you bye, bye, bye. Yes, he would. He took an official visit two weeks ago. Uh, coming out of that visit, it was a dead period. And after the dead period, he uh, was at Kansas this past weekend and is scheduled to be at UConn this coming weekend. So we're not sure if he plans to do any visits inside of that. Um, he's a transfer from Townsend. Again, someone who shot, I believe, 41 or 42%, arguably the best shooter in the portal right now. So North Carolina has been after him for some time. Uh, Dalton Connect is someone who UNC, we believe, is called, we know is called at least once. After that, it gets a little hazy. We're not sure what type of communication they've had with him since that initial phone call, because his, his recruitment is um, super, super quiet. Uh, Jalen Withers a and Connect is at the other UNC, uh, Northern Colorado. Uh, Jalen Withers, a Charlotte native uh, who played three years at North Mac before playing his senior high school in Ohio, uh, was at Louisville prior, entered the portal. We know North Carolina's had some pretty significant contact with him, multiple conversations with Sean May as well as with uh, Hubert Davis. And I think that's one to really monitor closely um, in the coming days and, and weeks or week. Uh, Harrison Ingram is probably the biggest name from a Carolina perspective that's entered the portal. He's done it since the last time we all talked. Uh, I believe he entered this past Tuesday, and um, he's one that as soon as the name came in the portal, UNC pretty much made a call. Uh, he kind of checks all the boxes of what they're looking for in the portal. They've had a chance to kind of vet who he is. They know what kind of player he is. Um, half of the staff, I guess, recruited him when he originally came out of uh, Texas um, in the class of 2021. Roy Williams offered, but obviously Hebert Davis was on staff. Brad Frederick was an assistant on staff, and Sean May was in an administrative capacity. So they know his family pretty well, and they were able to to jump on that one um, pretty quickly. Uh, so that's kind of right now, I think, the known public names. But obviously, there are guys behind the scenes, as I said, that they're talking to that we don't know about. And again, guys that we know about, they're talking to behind the scenes, but um, just haven't been able to get clearance to share those. Sherelle, can you share those last two sentences again, please? 
so <laughs> there are names uh, that they are talking to um, that haven't become public. Some we know about, some we don't. Uh, but we know that there are additional, you know, uh, lines they have out um, besides the ones that the public knows about. Okay, so I want to ask a question. Are there players that North Carolina is talking to <laughs> that maybe aren't public or maybe that inside Carolina cannot report or has not reported on yet? Would you say that's true? Yes. Okay. Um, so then uh, moving on, and I, again, good talk on the reset. Uh, I want to recap for everybody. The players at North Carolina and can be confirmed by IC's reporting in multiple ways. Uh, Nick Timberlake, Dalton Connect, Jalen Withers, Harrison Ingram. But there are also some names that aren't on that list that North Carolina is talking to, and there are some names that uh, maybe we don't know of that North Carolina is talking to. Uh, Sherelle, I want to ask you, what would you say to folks that are in the North Carolina fan base or you know, might be listening to this show, they're starting to kind of do some hand-wringing? Because, and again, you know, I, I can get preachy at times, but this is something where I understand why some folks may be hand-wringing because they're starting to see, especially with, you know, with the calendar being what it is, you're seeing players commit to other schools. You're seeing the portal is massive right now. I mean, it's absolutely insane how many people are trying to fit in this one little hot tub. Um, so it, it's it's really crowded in there right now, and people are not seeing North Carolina, quote, publicly name or publicly be tied to recruiting anybody. What would you say to folks who are starting to kind of gnash some teeth and and wring their hands a little bit about North Carolina's perceived inactivity in addition to what we may have already said? Well, I would say, you know, it's, I'm not going to tell them it's not justified because as we've said before, this is a new way to build a roster for UNC. It's, it's very and, different from and what that's they've not always a Nick, done. That's not a Nick Timberlake comment. Right. Justified has nothing to do with Timberlake here. You're just saying that the thought of our listeners is justified. Please continue. Correct. And it, it's, you know, North Carolina has been somewhere where people go and they usually stay. Uh, you know, I think Carolina fans for a long time boasted about the fact that between, I guess, the Wares when they left or Larry Drew when they left and uh, maybe when Seventh Woods left in 2020, they went seven or eight years without, you know, a scholarship transfer. Mm -hmm. And when you're used to that kind of stability and then you lose uh, four guys to the transfer portal this offseason and then you lose two to their eligibility being gone, you know, it's a huge void in the roster. And so it's just, it's uncomfortable. So I'm not going to get on folks for, for feeling a little bit of worry. What I would say is that if you look at how long the transfer portal is open, we're not quite at the halfway point. Um, it opened the day after selection Sunday. So that was March 13th, I believe. And then it stays open for 60 days after that, which puts us around, you know, May 12th, May 13th. So we're not, we're not quite halfway there. Um, so there's going to be more players to enter the portal. Um, there could be more players to leave you. See, we'll, we'll see. Um, last year, we didn't expect uh, Corwin Walton to leave, and he left on the last day. So you kind of have to play these things out all the way through the day that the portal um, closes. Even then, there's no date that says you have to make a college decision by the, you know, this date. You have to be in the portal. It doesn't mean you have to make a decision. So guys, even after they enter the portal, um, can still take multiple visits, kind of see how things play out, maybe hold their spot and, and, and see – uh, who's going to what school and, and find the most advantageous situation for themselves. So I would say that. And then uh, the other, I guess, cache of players that could become available are the folks who have entered the NBA draft, but simultaneously entered the portal. 
they don't have to remove their names from the draft to keep, to keep their college eligibility until May 31st. So May 12th, 13th, May 31st are the two dates that I think Carolina fans should really be looking at because um, that's when you'll start to get a little more clarity on what's what. Until then, you know, everything is just kind of up in the air. Um, and I would just advise folks, it, I know it's not fun. I was going to choose another word, but I know it's uncomfortable and not fun, but uh, I would just urge them to judge the whole, you know, in a couple of months as opposed to each individual tidbit of news that comes out. Um, just because Carolina calls a player doesn't mean they're recruiting that player. Just because, you know, uh, a player visits somewhere else or is talking to other schools doesn't mean they don't like Carolina. It's just a process that has to play out. And that's uncomfortable because you want the results and you want them now, especially when you have five open scholarships. But it's just not going to work that way this time. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And, you know, with the level of, of uncomfortability, it's somewhere between watching Gili and Standard Definition and taking a Shawn Michaels, you know, sweet chin music to the groin. Right. It's 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 somewhere in the middle of there. Some people may feel it. It's really difficult. Some people may feel like, man, may just be frustrated about it. Cheryl, also want to ask you this. Is it possible that there are players who have not entered their names in the transfer portal who are uh, reaching out to different programs and inquiring what their fit might be or what the interest level on the program might be? A hundred percent. And not just to, not just to intermediaries from whatever school you cheer for. They're doing it to a lot of places. Um, and that's what this is. It. I, again, I can't stress enough that this is free agency with less rules. It's free agency if LeBron had no contract and was just like, I feel like going to the Spurs today and like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to tell the Lakers that I'm leaving and I'm going to the Spurs, you know, um, that's what this is. And so guys are, I, I'll tell you this, there are, there are players who are signing with agents for the express purpose of getting NIL deals from within the portal. So they're not trying to get marketing deals like when they go pro. They're not trying to get workouts with teams. It's explicitly to help them get stuff from the next school um, and the representatives of that school. So that's the kind of stuff that's going on. Um, and it's 
you know, it's just different. It's it's very different and it's very taxing on uh, all these coaching staffs. Again, I'm not saying to feel sorry for them because they do make pretty good money. So I'm not saying feel sorry for them, but it has made their jobs much more difficult. And it's just made uh, a situation that had one or two pieces and, and put seven ingredients in there. So if you're baking the UNC roster cake, what used to be like vanilla frosting and eggs is now like vanilla frosting and eggs and oil and four more other ingredients. And you're trying to mix all that to create a roster. And it's just, it's hard, honestly. Well, and the extra ingredients like cardamom or something's really, really weird and has no business being around a, a vanilla frosting cake. Um, and, and, you know, your point about bringing agents into the, it, to the conversation is, is a good one. Uh, agents, their number one job is to, you know, talk a dog off of a gut wagon to get a better deal for their client, right? That's, that's what they're supposed to do. And, and they're going to do that when they're reaching out to these potential future schools for, for their college players that they're, that they're working for. Um, Sean, I want to come to you for one more question before we, uh, before we put a bow on the show tonight. Um, of the four players that Sherelle has been able to confirm publicly that North Carolina is in conversation with about potential transfers, that is Nick Timberlake, Dalton Connect, Jalen Withers, Harrison Engram, which one seems like the best fit considering the hole that the starting lineup has right now? Like there's, they basically have, you know, two known starters. So which one of those four players would be the most instant fit as a starting role for the Tar Heels for next year? That's a tough question. Just given, given the fact that there's really three, three spots up for grabs. Um, I mean, I think, I think Timberlake from a shooting perspective, but going back through the, you know, the video work that, that we did, um, you know, I, I'd still be more comfortable with him coming off the bench if, if you're a team that's trying to compete, but I could see, you know, I could see him being the starting, starting two guard, just knowing that there's going to be a lot of play. You're going to have to diagram your offense in certain situations to make him effective. Um, I think I don't think Harrison Ingram is the biggest name um, in, in the portal and was a big fan of him coming out of high school. I think he can, uh, you know, with his passing ability, he definitely, um, and his size, I think can, can uh, fit a few different positions, but his, his shooting numbers have been extremely, extremely subpar the first two years. I think those can, those can get better if he's not maybe the focal point of the offense, but definitely some concerns around there. And, uh, you know, Dalton Connect just from his size and shooting, probably just that the profile fits the best. But once again, you're coming from uh, Northern Colorado to a potential high major, and, and there's a huge adjustment right there. Um, so I'd probably go Ingram just in terms of, uh, you know, the the best, I don't know if you say best fit, but the most needed player, uh, just given what he could bring and, and the talent level that I think he can get to. I mean, this is a guy that was the, the Pac-12 uh, freshman of the year uh, just eight, two, what, two years ago. Um, still is getting an NBA look, so he has the most NBA potential, but he definitely, there's definitely some uh, some things he needs to improve upon, but then again, if there weren't, uh, he wouldn't be in the portal, <laughs> and he'd be uh, he'd be getting ready for the NBA draft, so I think with, with any any weakness, you know, any any con, there's, there's pros to go with that. Um, and then last but not least, Withers, very interesting uh, from a numbers perspective, playing on one of the worst ACC teams in, in history. It, I think it's going to take a little visualization to 
to imagine imagine that, but I think from his uh, his profile, that four three is what UNC is will always be looking for um, going forward, and I think that position will determine, you know, really how they do during the year. Uh, while Heber Davis is is uh, is the coach at UNC. Awesome, thanks for the synopsis, man. All right, boys. In light of it being a shorter show than usual, uh, do we have one penny from each of you? Maybe a combined two pennies you want to throw it before we get out of here. My my, my one my one penny. I just wish I, I just wish uh, I could see inside of Shrill's phone and see what was see Nobody what's going on. That. Nobody um, wants that. That's we. If you saw it, we'd have to kill you. That's true. So I'd rather stay alive. But it'll be interesting what happens over the next week or two. Uh, I think there's a lot of excitement over Timberlake. Uh, now he's taking visits. You know, there's not a lot of there's a lot of guys in the portal, but there's not a lot of legit legit guys. Um, at least you know that can make a, a big difference in a in the starting lineup right now. Uh, so for me, just continuing to monitor what's going on with the the guys that have been named and and who comes on the market uh, over the next few weeks. Sean, I can tell you what is in Shrill's phone, and that is uh, the premium code to Johnny T-shirt, so he can get his extra ten percent mm-hmm. off. Um, that's probably not why you were wanting to, to see inside of Shrill's phone because that premium 10% off code is available to all premium subscribers, uh, at inside Carolina to get that extra 10 from Johnny t-shirt, Johnny t-shirt.com. Y'all thought I was going to get out without this read. And if you thought that I was not going to make a uh, Johnny t-shirt read in the show, then how dare you, how dare you sirs or ma'ams Johnny t-shirt has been sponsoring inside Carolina and I see content for quite some time. We're so grateful that they do. Uh, spring is upon us. Go and get your your warm weather gear. Uh, as we sit here, it should be the last night of of weather being in the 30s, probably for the rest of the year. So go ahead and go buy Johnny T-shirt. Get you some shorts. Get you some tanks if you're a tank person. Uh, just go ahead and get your gear for warm weather. And Johnny T-shirt will be sure to to hook you up with all of the best brands that you can think of. UNC gear from the greatest folks that you know of, right there on East Franklin Street. Alumni owned, family operated. Johnny T-shirt and JohnnyT-shirt.com. Sherelle, do you have one cent that you would like to throw in on the back of that Johnny T-shirt read? No, just things should continue to to move uh, in the direction towards completing a roster as we go through April. Uh, the dead period ends on Friday, so potentially it could be you know visitors in. We'll we'll if there are, we'll try to confirm those. Um, and then the weekend after that is the first live period for AU. There's back-to-back weekends in at the end of April. Uh, always fun going to a u event and trying to keep up with the NFL draft. Uh, we do that every year. It's, <laughs> it's fun. Uh, and then you get into May, and it'll be almost time for the first session to start. And really, for whoever is there to start gelling as they put together more pieces, then you start getting towards the combine. So, uh, yeah, I think we are still some time away from uh, UNT's roster being finalized. So, um just just hold steady. And again, if the roster doesn't look like you think it should or it doesn't look like a contender in June, then judge away. You know, let's say June 15th. Let's say two months from now. Let's say June 10th. If it Father's Day. Like, if you are yeah. opening your Father's Day gifts from Johnny T-shirt and you are not happy with your gift or with the way that uh, you have seen North Carolina's roster develop, then get on your keyboards and go nuts. Correct, Cheryl? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I don't want people to think that we're absolving the coaching staff from – Not at all. Uh, you know, from going out and doing a great job. It's just that it's impossible with this many moving pieces to really lock in a roster at this moment. It's, it's, it's really, really difficult. Um, so my advice would just, uh, my penny would be to 
don't live or die with every tidbit of information. Just kind of take it all as a whole and, and go from there because things change quickly. And sometimes things seem like they change quickly when really nothing changed at all. So that would be my advice. It's just take each each little nugget of information for what it is and, and keep it moving and don't make every every recruitment or every morsel of information a referendum on Hubert Davis or his staff. Do that on June 15th. And also, if there's a lack of information, don't judge that either, right? Just just sit tight, be patient. Again, we understand that, you know, in an information now world that we in which we live, it's 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 hard to do, but uh folks just know if there is news to be I mean, broken. I was just gonna say, like, think about it to your point. I know we're trying to get off of here. But like Paxton okay. Logic, how long how long ago was it when he committed? Or two how long weeks. does it feel like yeah, it was two weeks. <laughs> yeah. But it feels like months. It feels like months. Yeah. But it was two weeks ago. And that's just because the way we get information now yeah. um is through social media and everything. Every almost every contact and every call is like cataloged and, and referenced um from coaches to players. And you know, that's just not the way it used to be. So I, again I would say just take a break, relax, see where things are on June fifteenth. Judge away on June fifteenth if it doesn't look good. But for now, it's just going to be impossible to have any guess what the roster is going to look like um, next season at, at this moment. It's going to be some time. And like I was saying, if if there is news to be broken, you can trust that Sherelle McMillan, Sean Moran, or someone from inside Carolina will break that news for you. Uh, Sherelle is all over this. Uh, and, and you know, again, if if it's something that I see can report and can verify, we're going to have it for you. So just stick with us. Appreciate you listening to the show tonight. Appreciate you being a part of our little Coast to Coast family. Shout out to Johnny T-Shirt for sponsoring and to John Siegley for producing. Most importantly, shout out to Sean Moran and for Cheryl McMillan being a part of this show and bringing all the knowledge and the insight that they do. But until next time, stick around. We'll probably have some news for you, you know, at least in a week. Because in a week, we'll be back. We'll be doing another show. <laughs> and if something happens between now and then, we'll be here then too. But I'm just Joey Powell. I've been your host. Thanks for being a part of the Coast to Coast podcast here on InsideCarolina.com. Late. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the south side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes May 10th. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.